Welcome to Romancing the Game. I'm Jordan Fishburn. I'm Tawny Thompson. Oh, and I'm Sarah Babe. Hi. <laughs> uh, welcome to today's episode, which will be around Caden Alenko in the first Mass Effect game. Um, before we get into it, a spoiler warning for those of you at home. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This podcast will contain spoilers. As is the nature of discussing overarching plot and story, we will be covering various plot beats of Mass Effect and potentially Mass Effect 2 and 3 in this episode. There will be spoilers, uh, so please acknowledge the warning that has been laid at your feet and proceed at your own peril. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so Mass Effect. Um, Condensed plot overview. Um, Gone over it a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) Mass Effect follows a story of uh, a human warrior, last name Shepard, that is following some shit. (laughs) So uh, I don't know if I'm in the right headspace to condense this plot. Evil alien tech. Yes. You must overcome it. And there's also a a mean specter. Yeah, evil aliens trying to take over the world and destroy everything that is civilization, including you. Yeah. I'm realizing, you and you must save the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm realizing I'm very bad at condensing plot down to a few words. I feel like I have to go into too much. So you as too. soon as I yeah. went for that, I was like, oh, no. It's I'm all good. <laughs> the entire plot. <laughs> uh, save the it's universe. That's really it. That's yeah. the big, yeah. Yeah, saving the universe like you do. <laughs> um, and obviously, today we are talking about Caden Alenko, who is voiced by... I. Okay, so I tried Googling how to pronounce his name, y'all, and, like, it just... There's not... No one has, like, a good... Whatever. So I'm going to go with what I thought was the most plausible, Raphael Sparge. So Sounds good. Yeah. yeah if right. we mispronounce this, sorry. Apologies. I tried. I Googled. Sorry, I did. Sorry. I was on your Facebook page. I don't know, man. How do I pronounce <laughs> your name? I don't know. We tried, man. Barge. We tried. I'm trying. Can I say, too, his voice is very pleasing it's to the ear. Oh, so good. I love it. He yeah. Has a really good voice. Holy cow. Holy I mean, coming cow. from Knights of the Old Republic, Cartho Nassi, yeah. like, yeah. I will never forget that voice, will you? Nope. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then, I'm so he's also been in like Once it. Upon a Time as Jiminy Cricket, which... What? Really? Did you know that? No. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching Once Upon a Time the first time and being like, voice, I know it. Why? And oh, then, he changes his voice. And, oh, he is Archibald Hopper. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Now I suddenly know what he looks like, which is <laughs> weird. Right. I Especially normally... since he looks nothing like a Kate Malenko. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I try to avoid looking up what voice actors look like because as soon as I know in my brain, I have to try to disconnect it again or else my experience is different. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? It does. It does. So I, I try not to look because it just weirds it like the entire experience out. So I mean, knowing that, time- knowing that Steve Valentine looks like a sexy magician does not help me when I'm trying to imagine Alistair. Wait, Steve. <laughs> oh, you've never seen Steve Valentine for real? He looks like a sexy magician. A really tall, sexy magician. Oh, him? Yeah. 
Oh, that guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's uh, on other stuff. You see him around. Yeah. Oh, that uh-huh. guy. Yeah, he Jordan. Plays, no, he plays the bad guy in something. Oh, yeah. Lots of somethings. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah hold on. No, I fuck. Oh, wait. It's <laughs> not the guy. No, that can't be the guy I'm thinking of. No. He he looks very similar to what's his face, I feel like. Oh yeah, um, what's his face? <laughs> I'm sorry, this is great <laughs> listening material, people at home, but now I have to look up uh sorry, give us some hint. My typing. Give us a hint. Uh he's in Hudson Hawk. Oh no, he's in Bad Hudson Hawk. Me. Uh Richard E. Grant, I feel like he looks like. I don't know who that is. Uh let Anyhow. me look up what else Richard Grant is. Because you know this guy. He's in a lot of stuff. Always in leverage. If any of you haven't seen Hudson Hawk, you should also watch it just because. Oh, Hudson Hawk's pretty good. Um, He plays the main bad guy in Hudson Hawk. So he also plays. Wait, Steve Valentine is in Hudson Hawk? No, Richard Grant. (laughs) I'm completely confused now. Yeah, we're just everywhere now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're talking about Kate Malenko. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Voiced by Raphael Sparge. Um, and actually, let's take it one step back. Uh, we forgot to mention the writers for Mass Effect. The lead writer is Drew Carpichin, and the other writers are Luke Christiansen, Chris Letoile, Mac Walters, and Patrick Weeks. Um, and, yeah. Oh, Steve Valentine is not who I thought he was. Okay. okay. He does play evil people sometimes, though. He, he, he plays a pretty good evil guy. Uh, yeah, but, but he plays a better magician. <laughs> but wait, no, if that's him, that's not that is him. Oh, it is him. Okay. Oh, the hair. Mm, girl. I mean, it was the, the early nineties. I'm assuming right. what you're looking uh, at. <laughs> no, that's two the two thousand one for okay. Crossing <laughs> Jordan. Girl. Was that, that two thousand one really? Yep. Wow. The hair. That does feels no. older than that. No no favors, Mr. Valentine. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i'm I mean, not one to judge hair figured it out he's looking pretty fly now so right <laughs> um, oh, okay, okay so Raphael sparge Raphael sparge uh so kaden <laughs> kaden alenko is <laughs> a human sentinel um <laughs> uh in the alliance um that is with you from the very beginning of Mass Effect 1. Yes. Um, He's just already on your crew um, serving Mm -hmm. on the Normandy as a staff lieutenant. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is the head of the ship's marine detail. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Mass Effect wiki. Um, (laughs) But he's a biotic um, and uh, he's wired with um, the controversial controversial implants. L2. Of some sort that were yeah, like the, the L2 first, implants. They were like the first, uh, well, human. technically the second, yeah, I guess the second, uh, uh, branding of these implants. Which yeah. really, the people who got the L2 implants were super, screwed. they got super screwed because there was yeah. a lot of unknown, uh, side, side effects. effects, side effects. You could go crazy, you could just have bad headaches, you could just be completely like paralyzed. Like it was. Yep. It was bad. And as we discovered through talking with Caden, he's been very lucky to only... Actually, that comes from Dr. Shockwiz. She tells you this. Yeah. um, That he just suffers from very severe migraines occasionally. Right. Yeah. Um, That changes with Mass Effect 2 and 3, but we're not there yet. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, 
right away with Caden. Um, obviously, he's with you on the Eden Prime mission to start mm-hmm. off with um, before we start going into all of the cool background stuff that we learned from him. Um, he is with you on your initial group with the Eden Prime mission. Uh, he's there when, um, what's his base size? Oh, gosh. Nihilus. Not Nihilus. Uh, oh, Jenkins. Uh, Jenkins, yes. Yep. Uh, the other crew member that goes with you, Jenkins. Um, and he's there also when you pick up Ashley. Um, if you have listened to our Ashley Williams podcast, uh, this is very similar to Ashley's plot. Except because it's there. The <laughs> <laughs> you literally just flip flop the characters out. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. Ashley leads you to the beacon that's just been unearthed uh, as the Geth are attacking Eden Prime um, as they want the beacon, just like you guys want it. Um, you get there. Everybody Kate starts chatting. Right up to it. Caden walks right up to it because it's displaying weird activity. And your Shep, uh, Femme Shep, has to go and pull him out of the way and gets zapped basically with uh super old ancient alien technology alien. however um Caden now is the one that is at the med bay when you wake up um with dr shockwis overseeing your care mm-hmm. yeah. to discover that you've seen some weird things while you were being weird zapped by things. the beacon the um, beacon <laughs> Uh, but Kate is very yeah. supportive and very like worried for you, just as Ashley was in her playthrough. Right. So here's a weird question because I don't know if we kind of touched on this very briefly, uh, br- briefly with Ashley. Is Caden a person of color? Um, so he's Canadian. It, well, they have um, some what's the word uh, ambiguity on it um a lot of people have also like thought that perhaps he might be of um oh gosh what's the nationality god okay uh, it could almost be like huh. his, his because the, his last name is alenko um the enko ending is some sort of i feel like eastern european Okay. Um, ooh. It says, it says after his ma- Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Okay. Born in it. Singapore, looks Greek, last name is Slavic, raised in Canada. Yeah. Oh, all right. This says. So. So. No? No. Perhaps not. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. He's a mixed bag. I um, think that the idea within Mass Effect is that most of the races have intermingled so much mingled. in the future that it's it's maybe not as big of a deal, but like they really don't give us that information. They don't say that yeah. specifically. So yeah. it could be anything. Um, however, Caden is very supportive of the other alien races. And I greatly appreciate that change from Ashley's. Uh, from- even, even though he does have a very complicated past with Turians. Yes. Due to um, one of the trainers, trainers command of furnace who was yeah. a super hard ass who hated humans, but was training all of the young biotics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah one of the um... first times you see Caden, he talks about someone says something about the, the Turians being on your ship. And he says, I mean, it's half their technology. They have every right as much right to be here as we do. 
Which and, is legit. <laughs> oh, legit. And yeah, that's like almost the first thing you ever hear him say. And I was instantly like, yes, okay, cool, great. And I feel like as a character as well, he is very chill. Mm-hmm. Like he he takes things very seriously and is very cautious in his interactions. Uh, which- he seems like someone who's been through... Uh- a lot. <laughs> no, uh, anger management therapy. Probably. And that makes sense because, like, well, if he doesn't control his anger, his biotics, yeah. like, he can, yeah. Because yeah. he's, has, example. he can and has <laughs> yeah. done yeah. some pretty like, serious things. Yeah, during his training, he had this Vernus, Ca- Commander Vernus, punished a girl for not grabbing a glass Rana. of water biotically. By breaking telepathically. Her, yeah, yeah, telepathically <laughs> by breaking her arm and Caden in shit. turn flipped out, gave him a full force biotic kick to the chest yeah. and broke his neck and killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Which, that's when that training yeah. place stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, legit. Like I completely don't blame him for that reaction. Breaking somebody's arm because, as they put it in the game, I'm pretty sure Caden said, wanting a drink of water without getting a nosebleed. But yeah. especially a child. Like at this yeah. point, I believe right. Caden is supposed these to be 17 kids. and yeah. so she's They're like you know, 16, 17. And yeah, these are kids. So, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's legit. And the controlled aspect of his character, he's very self controlled. And he kind of expects that of other people he expects them to take care of their own shit mm-hmm. he is very serious and responsible and i really like that about his character a lot see I feel I, like this is why i wasn't too worried about the whininess that he has yeah. which he has <laughs> yes <laughs> because also, of the seriousness i really like that we told well, the story a little bit a little bit wrong um caden did enrage noctaturian backwards vernus but Vernon oh, right. engaged him in a, a duel after the fact and pulled a knife. And, um, and that's when he killed Vernus. So really it was self-defense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I totally thought he killed him with the kick. Maybe I didn't oh, he did kill. Attention. He did kill him with a kick, but... Um, it was after the... It was during the duel... Yeah, Caden, how did they put it? Vernus punished Reyna by breaking her arm, and Caden tried to defend her, only to receive a beating from Vernus. When the Turian pulled a knife, Caden lost control and hit him with a full biotic kick, breaking Vernus's neck. After Vernus's death, uh, the biotic acclimation and temper straining the bot was shut down and records were sealed to hide Alliance's mistakes. The Rana was safe from Vernus. She was afraid of Caden after that, and the two parted ways. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, Caden comes, and you see that in Caden's interactions with mm-hmm. you, that he's just like, yo, what is going on? Yeah. Like, you can see that a little bit of emotion and mm-hmm. sort of um, angryness come out of it. Um, <laughs> so, I actually, I greatly appreciate that they made Caden a little bit emotional, because normally, like, male romance options are not in touch with their emotions and Caden very much is and he's very happy to have those discussions with Femshep right um and I think that's awesome 
mm-hmm. that they included that at all, but then just even more so that he even acknowledges at some point, he's like, ah, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't like be dropping all my emotions at you. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Femship has the option of saying, no, like I want you to be emotionally open with me. That makes you a human being rather than, yeah. And, and right. yeah, and it, yeah. it, 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 it breaks a little bit of the mold of the toxic masculinity of like keeping all the emotions in. Um, mm-hmm. Because like, again, for Caden, keeping all of his emotions in could be really fucking dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think in terms of his personality and how he thinks about things and what his opinions are on stuff, having that bad experience with Vernus didn't sour him to alien races. Mm-hmm. It instead let him see that alien races have emotions and reactions and are pretty human Mm -hmm. when it comes to it at the end of the day and how they react to stuff. They have weird ass logic, just like we do when it comes to how we think and feel about stuff. And I think something that was awesome to note too is after this experience, Caden, like, didn't like using his biotics on living things until seeing the horrors of Eden Prime at the start of this game where he was like, if I'm going to use it, this This is is a cause that's worthy to use it for. Mm -hmm. And he's on your crew that is actively fighting against the Geth and everything Mm -hmm. that are coming to do this kind of stuff. And taking like a half a step back, Caden does even have that entire speech where like you ask him about how he feels about the alien races. And he says like pretty much what you just said, but like very specifically and succinctly that they're just like us. They have emotions and feelings and reactions and there are good people and bad people and good aliens and bad aliens. And it's not our job to judge, um, to judge an entire race off of one person's actions. And I thought that that was like a really nice, succinct way of putting it and and giving you that cue that Caden is legit and he actually does try to practice those things that he says. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you see that in his interactions with Rex and with Garrus and Liara and Tally. Um, Yeah. Very interesting. (laughs) It's it's a definite big offshoot for how you talk to Ashley throughout Mm -hmm. the game, which is good to have multiple human perspectives on how we are climbing acclimatizing acclimating to acclimatizing acclimatizing to being an intergalactic runner in species within this like Mm -hmm. universe which is very interesting I, i i found that this sort of playthrough from his end was a bit more eye opening than um like a bit more eye opening in relations between the different races and mm-hmm. species um, than a lot of the other ones that we have throughout the game. Eh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, I just, he's just feel, it, he just feels like I'm a guy. Like, I feel he's, he's so incredibly average that it's really not all that special. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't think he would be on the Normandy crew if he was not above average. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, his skills are above average, sure, <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't really get much personality from Kaden. No, no, I like him. I think he's very <laughs> sweet, and he, he's emotionally available, which, like, 
I don't know, like other people in this game are not. Yeah, but I don't. I like it. I prefer someone who's very emotionally available, and Caden is that. Like, <laughs> like he is. He really is. Like he's. I'm just still laughing. Sarah's <laughs> <laughs> comment. There's a fine line between being I, emotionally available. I and feel like, in terms of excitement, he isn't an I, exciting oh, he's option. Definitely not exciting. Oh, no, God, no. I mean, but, his dream, his yeah. big dream, is to take you back home to Canada and you know live out your life on his family's land and 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 which yeah um, damn oh. I noticed this for the first time watching the videos today. He said something about um, we used to have this really nice inland property that matured into Oceanside. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, they're talking about global warming. I never yeah. realized that they brought that up. So now his family is like beachfront property that's yep. like <laughs> mountainous. That's yep. awful. Isn't it? That's yeah. awful. It's terrible. That's I his love big that. dream, though, is to bring you back to his family home in Canada and just like live your lives out doing right. shit. And I like, I like, appreciate that. Let's and, go backpacking, dude. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that because I mean, your boys had a pretty exciting life. Yeah. I mean, mm. exposed to element zero, he beat the odds and is yeah. biotic instead of having a terminal brain tumor. He- now that you said that, actually, I do want to comment on how there's sort of like a background conspiracy with his background. Because he was exposed to element zero in utero, Mm -hmm. which is why sort of this entire biotic thing happened in the Mm -hmm. first place, Mm -hmm. because he got enhanced abilities instead of brain cancer is literally basically what they say. And the surrounding conspiracy that human government slash military might have been doing this on purpose to colonies and Mm -hmm. stuff where they were exposing people to element zero and then swooping in and being like, Oh, Oh, we'll we'll help help. take care of it. Oh, this person lived through that. Maybe we should like bring them into this training program to help them get their things in in line. And and were they like looking at human history in the United States? Because listen, I, I, (laughs) I ain't saying it aliens. But it's aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, to be... Oh, God, I'm going to sound insane as soon as this <laughs> comes out of my mouth. But I'm so sorry. This is some straight-up fucking MK Ultra type of bullshit. Like, yeah. for real. Let's <laughs> take a whole generation of human beings, expose them to Ezo at Element yeah. Zero, yeah. in utero, see how much we can make them, like, train human soldiers with crazy... Yeah, abilities kill yeah. you with their mind. Yeah, and that's you know what the more that's I some think sci-fi about it, shit. Yeah, the more impressed I am that at the age of thirty-two, Caden has come through all of this bullshit, like internalized it, and 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 realized like had the time to think about. Like, obviously, he's been through some Process sort of therapy everything. because obviously, like, yeah, like <laughs> at the age of thirty-two, like whatever, he's figured it out and processed stuff and and realized like. He just keeps doing the right things and he just, he continues to attempt to just do the right fucking thing and mm-hmm. eventually, hopefully it'll pay off for him and he can live does in Canada he, on his beautiful land with the love of his life. Does he yeah. do the right thing or is he programmed to do the right thing? <gasps> Sarah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, going to say this. Everybody's programmed a little bit 
from how they're raised in the structure of the society around them. So if he brought through that into being a good person as much as he can, that's something internal. It's almost like unless we're talking about the developers being like, we need a good guy in here. I'm not, I'm, sure not saying, I'm not saying that he's part military trained robot, but he might be part trained military robot. Like, <laughs> he still goes rogue with you. Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every step of the way, he backs you up. And yeah. he is all behind you going rogue. He's ready to go rogue before you are. Mm-hmm. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe it's his idea to, like... Mutiny against Udina. Oh, Udina's oh. a douche fuck. Yeah. Like, and then Commanderson swoops in, and <laughs> um, Captain Anderson. <laughs> yeah, isn't he a commander at that point? No, he's a captain. I'm pretty he's sure like, he's a commander. No, he's captain. She, she did the Commanderson joke. Yeah, yeah. No, he's Captain Anderson. I'm pretty sure he's a Commanderson. Well, he point. might be commander next. Because com- no, commander is a lower rank than captain. Yeah, after he left the Normandy, he was no longer a captain. And he All right, commander. let's fucking look this shit up now. While they're looking that up, <laughs> um, I think, well, actually, I don't want to jump ahead too much, so I'm not going to say that. So I'm just going to riff. I can understand, like, the, the simplicity that is around a character that is, this is the good thing to do. We're going to do this good thing. Um. I don't normally consider those to just be, like, basic, though. Like, I have spent so much of my life looking at grim, dark, erger, uh, the world is awful, and it's making me make awful decision characters. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes I just want a refreshing glass of lemonade that is, this is the good thing to do. Let's do the good thing. Kate and after we doing chops. the good thing, let's like move into a cabin in the woods yeah. and like raise chickens and like drink beer, watch the sunrise slash sunset, like that kind of stuff. I enjoy that. It's and Caden like is nice that and with mud chops. Yes. Do I choose Garrus Vicarian in Mass Effect 2? I do. But <laughs> we'll have that fight later. We will have that fight later. Oh, but yeah, that's going to be a fight. <laughs> it's going to be a calm conversation in which Tawny is wrong. <laughs> You're wrong about <laughs> me being wrong. So bring it on. Uh, oh. Captain Anderson, no note that his rank was. I could swear they call him Commander Anderson at that point. Nope. Hang on. I feel much better on the fact that I called him a lieutenant that was wrong last episode. And it's all good. Still we're incorrect about who he is. So slight correction, Captain Anderson. Yeah, it says nothing about his uh I'll find it later. We'll we'll have this fight later. Yeah, oh it says nothing. Because then he becomes general, I feel like. No, Potentially, he could become part of the council, depending on how you play your cards. Oh, that's true. That's what I always do, because Udina can 
suck my giant lady dick. Um, <laughs> know what I didn't realize or I had forgotten about before watching this through? Caden doesn't think humans are ready to be on the council yet. He doesn't. No. And when you <laughs> when you I go to the council about. for the first time, he's like, why the fuck do they want us there? What the fuck could they possibly want with us right now? We should yeah. be out there doing stuff. And then you're yeah. like, I'm a specter. And he's like, what? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I forgot that that was like an opinion that he had. He felt like humans weren't ready for it. Mm -hmm. And if we kept pushing for it, it would do more harm for our status in the galaxy than good. That's a really mature decision. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's what he was programmed to think. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by it 100%. (laughs) And I, when I played this, um, I'm pretty sure I romanced Caden in the first one. I did. When Mm -hmm. I played it, I was on the fence about Liara. I don't remember what my stance was on Liara because I went to romance Caden and did that for the first time. Then I started as a guy to romance Ashley and noped the fuck out of there and Mm -hmm. started playing as Femship again. And I wonder if I even got to the point in that next playthrough where I even got to a romance stage because I wanted to play Mass Effect 2 so much. There's something (laughs) about Caden that just kind of sucks you in from the beginning and he's there from the start. So that helps. He like shows up in the middle of a friggin' briefing is like, excuse me, you're flirting with both of us. Who do you want? (laughs) Okay, that scene is a little much. I absolutely understand where it comes from because like Caden has even had this conversation with you in advance of that happening. No, he doesn't. Yes, you can imply that you're interested in him and he's like, I don't do those kinds of things lightly. And you're like, okay. Yeah, but that. Oh, you asked him about Rana. You ask him about Rana, and you're like, so y'all got up to some other stuff, didn't ya? And he's like, no, no. Oh, man, no. We were really good friends, but, like, we had our clothes on. He <laughs> said, I wouldn't put it that way. He was, he, they were very fond of each other, mm-hmm. but they never proceeded to a stage in which they took it further. I mean, he literally says, we kept our clothes on. He does say that, but that's <laughs> him saying that they never proceeded yeah. to a stage where yeah. they took it further. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff you can do with your clothes on. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I think the implication was they didn't do sexy times, yes. basically. Yeah. It wasn't programmed in him yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As a teenager, that was the time when it would have happened. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's the time when most people are like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all right. the time. But, and even during that scene with Liara, though, like he makes it very clear that his concern was that you as Shepard were playing with someone's emotions, like that he was worried about Liara in that way. Because then, like after the conversation happens and you're like, no, no, I'm sorry, Liara, like Caden's my man. Um, you say he says something and you say, wow, I thought you were really, really mad at me back there. And he said, like, I shouldn't be angry at you for being indecisive. Like we've all been in that position but like yeah he gives you a fucking ultimatum that's some super bullshit healthy relationships do not rely on ultimatums he could have done that a lot more like hey are you into this because i'm not into that if you were talking about like it could have been done way less shitty I will like, give you that real. in Mass Effect 3. Like, we will have this fight when we talk about him in Mass Effect 3. That oh my God, this is be a, mm, fucking mm, shitty. But mm. this one is more like, 
to get to that scene, you absolutely have been full on flirting with both of them. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. You you what? are leading them on and, and I would expect him to have an emotional so response to that. I would recommend I wouldn't actually see that as an ultimatum. So I see where Sarah's coming from with that, but it's also setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's what I would consider it personally. I'll, I agree a, with Jordan on this one. I think so that was just a conversation one. that need to be had of like, hey, I've noticed you've been like flirting. Mm-hmm. Is that like, I think it was just shitty all around. Like, yeah. But the conversation happens when you're at the point with both of them where you're either going to take it to that next step or you're not. So like literally you've led them both to this point where they think they're kind of in a relationship with you. And Mm -hmm. like, let's remember again that you're the commanding officer here. There are definitely power dynamics going on, and oh, we'll get into oh, that about Kate a little bit. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying there's not power dynamics. Like, there definitely is. But at the same time, he has this conversation, and he confronts you like a bulldog on a bone right after you, like, after a series in the communications room. So my headcanon, here's my headcanon, uh-huh. that – so you also find out that Ashley has a little bit of a crush on him at one point. My guess is Ashley's meddling and she goes to him and she's like, did you hear that Liara and the commander are like kind of sweet on each other? And he's like, what the fuck? And then freaks out and he's like, we got to talk about this. That's my headcanon. That's not through any basis in the game other than Ashley's younger sister's like, isn't Caden cute? (laughs) Yeah, but you can be like, so you're sweet on Caden, huh? And she's like, let's not talk about that. Well, there is like a there is a statement where she's like Scuttlebutt is you're really digging. I forget if it's Liara or Caden. Like I there heard. is a statement that yeah. Ashley says about that. But I think I think I, I think Caden is just weird. Yeah, is just really needy and wants what he wants when he wants it. So he just comes up as like, what the hell. And it's like, dude, not the fucking time. I have to slightly disagree with that because he absolutely like makes sure that that Shepard is comfortable with things like at every phase. Like he's never I think he literally has the phrase where he says, like, I would never want to do anything you're not comfortable with. Then why would you barge in after a super serious meeting and be like, yo, we got talk? Because that's I'm- like going to step outside of this conversation for a second (laughs) in a narrative way and say, by where, why did you create this situation, man? Like, yeah, I I kind of get it. You can have the thing where this is one, this is like the first game where these kinds of romance options are available. So maybe it's the shock factor or something they were going for. And you're able to romance like, and start trying with a couple people, um, and you're not sure how it's going to react. So for all anybody knows, you're going to hit one of them, and then the other yeah. romance is going to not be available anymore. Which to be completely honest, I didn't even know I was flirting with Liara. I thought I was just being nice. Oh, I did, yeah. but okay. I I will give you this. Like, I, I think that the healthier response from Caden would have been to pull you aside and be like, hey, Shep, like, I don't know what's going on, but like, we gotta, we gotta, it's, it's, it's me or, or not me. And that's the only option. Yeah. Um, instead of, 
you know, having some weird, like, chat with all three. However, like, at this point, again, like, you have been flirting with both of them fully. So then who's to say, like, you shouldn't also have the conversation with Liara. So I think this was maybe the developers being like, we need to have just one scene instead of two separate scenes. So they can just choose. Mm -hmm. In reality, if two people were the either or situation, who the fuck would bring the other person into the conversation if they're having like who does that developers do this in in all honesty if this were a situation that i was in Mm -hmm. and i was actually shepherd in that situation i would have like listen bitch you need to back the fuck down this is not a conversation for this fucking right now so yeah. you need to just go back to your little wherever and think about it for a little yeah. bit before I come back and talk to you when I'm ready to talk about it. Because you don't get to be like, blah, 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 and like ambush with you kind of shit. Liara, sorry you had to see this. We can talk about it too. Like, I was just yeah. very, very upset about it. But, I do know. appreciate the conversation that happens after, though, where he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I went like a little too far, but I was just feeling very emotional at the moment. And well, when you're trained to be emotional oh like God. that, <laughs> Sarah, I will say uh, so the next scene that you get with him is one of my favorite ones because it's like right after the coup attempt. Yeah. Uh, and or right Wait, before the coup, right before the coup, when um, coup? you've been to Udina's office, and he's like, "You all need to back the fuck down." And mm-hmm. then, um, oh, when Udina's being a, the bitch that he is. Yep. And then Anderson punches him in the face, and y'all break out of the citadel. That was great. Yeah. Um, and it starts like Shepard's like sitting on the floor or whatever, and he's like, "So, uh, we just broke a bunch of rules, huh?" And <laughs> Shepard's like, yeah, that's not great. This isn't going to be good. And he's like, it, and you, you basically tell him, you're like, you should comfort me right now. And he doesn't. <laughs> and then you're like, you can never just be like, everything's going to be fine, can you? And he's like, oh, oh, you're looking for that. Everything will be fine. <laughs> you hit the correct uh, programming for yeah. him to, yeah. exactly <laughs> but um, I so part of I think why I think Sarah's read of him is so funny and part of why <laughs> I kind of want to lean into that just for the fun aspect is he is awkward he's mm-hmm. an awkward person so when he's operating outside of his base interactions where he you can tell it's something that he's used to and unlike a formality sort of perspective that's how he's used to interacting with people especially mm-hmm. within like a military format he turns awkward immediately yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing. i don't actually think he's awkward I do. I do. I don't think he's awkward at all, but I I he am noto- uncomfortable. Yes. Me, yeah. I am notoriously awkward as everything on the planet. So I guess my perception of awkward is a little fucked because I'm like super awkward and maybe don't see awkward in other people as well. I think his awkwardness trends more towards like like Being he goes very formal. Yeah. As soon as he's right. 
um, and it turns back into like duty, you know, yeah. duty right. and, and then you're like, oh, I thought we, okay, we're here now. I know what my orders cool. are. Yeah. When he accidentally called Shepard beautiful. Yep. For example. Yep. For the adorbs. He was like, oh shit. <laughs> After yep. he realized what he said. Because I think Ashley called him out. Ashley it. calls him out. Because you're sitting on the Citadel and he says something like, there's no reason why they shouldn't love you. I mean, us, the human race. We, us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ashley says something and you're like, it's fine. But don't forget that I'm your CEO. Cool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awkward. It's awkward because you're about to potentially engage in a relationship. Yeah. God. And I do want to say that his comments about your uh, military structure, like CEO, um, under officer type of deal, are way more flirty, luckily. (laughs) And in a way that you can sort of brush it off um, as like a joke kind of too. Well, it's slightly different because he's the one that brings it up. Yeah. And he also, I, he says kind of the effect of like, I mean, if it doesn't have order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that line. And then, I yeah, do that love that one of the best. part. Right before, before they... the romance scenes. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is a good one. Yeah. But like even actually way before early on, he says something about you being his commanding officer. And he's like, we just, we need to be a little careful right now. You know, like, let's just keep that all in mind. And you're like, no, no. Yeah, of course. And he's like, it's fine though. I'm fine with this. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> so I appreciate that they acknowledge it as a yeah. thing. And then I don't know, like, I know in Ashley's, you have the option to be like, creepy about it i don't know yeah. that as fim shep i don't think you have the option to say creepy things which is an interesting writing thing well women aren't creepy so yeah. obviously but they don't yeah. give you the creep responses you really just get like okay like good as long as we're in the same page or like you know the yeah. ball is in your court like whatever those are the types. right because yeah. women aren't creepy yeah yeah and i which i, I would like- beg to differ yeah, yeah. They absolutely can be. Everybody has the ability. Yeah. Just I mean, legit. I'm sure I've been a creeper in my life. I'm sure we have all said things that were instantly like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's like I've my yeah. that's like me on right a freaking daily basis. Leave my mouth, I'm like, oh God, yep. no. Can yep. I just forget? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> let me let me tell you about all the times about the time I realized that I can't just yell, I like your boots at women who are walking on the street. Oh, because, because it oh. sounds like other words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have been creeper. You can just say shoes. I know, but I was like, now. I like your boots. Yeah. Now it's yeah. Not now I'm just like, I'm it. not, I'm like, I'm just not going to yell. Hindsight yeah. 2020, you know. Yeah. But for years, I was like, I like your boots because it's fall and boots are cute. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I like your boots. And women would just look at me like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and I was like, what? I like your boots. And then yep. the realization hits you like a truck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. It just, oh. oh, just, it was so awful. I was like, <laughs> God, I'm such a terrible person. <laughs> because, of course, it was always me in a car yelling at somebody <laughs> on the sidewalk. Oh, in a car, it's like yeah. double. Yeah, it's like exactly, double. exactly. Like, I was that person. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I'm so, so fucking terrible. Uh, and on, um, on the writing, 
here too. I do want to say I only give partial credit to Bioware for doing better with Caden's storyline. Because he's a dude. <laughs> because he is a dude. So he's more likely, quote unquote, to take the aggressive approach stance mm-hmm. as opposed to just, quote unquote, waiting for the other person to make their move. So I give partial credit to Bioware for doing this in such a weird relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because on the one hand, he is an officer serving under you. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, they make that actual joke with it. They do. <laughs> um, so he should be the one to take the initiative in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're kind of coercing the person. Advantage. Yeah. But the way that the relationship dynamic plays out at the end of the day is awkward is what yeah. I'm trying to say at the, yeah. at the end of it all. But I think um, the overall thing isn't as awkward with Caden as it was with Ashley yeah. at all. Agreed. <laughs> is what the end of the kind of statement is there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, me- I, I think, I think Caden's written better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Well, it's almost like he's a male character written by men instead of a mm. female character written by men. Yeah, <laughs> I can go figure on that one. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. shocked. I'm sure everybody is. Yeah, very shocked. Man. <laughs> but I think weird um, how that fucking happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In terms of the backstory for him, um, we discussed with Ashley. Caden doesn't have a side quest as no. well. No, and, on a, and from honest, the very beginning. So it kind of makes sense. To yeah. be completely honest, I don't think they really flesh Caden out that much. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, they give like, a little bit You don't know, like, okay, him, yeah. he's got beachfront property in Canada, and he, uh, you know, had a traumatic experience during biotic training, but I mean, he tells you that, about like, his family, though, too. Like, Does he? he? Yeah. He talks about um, having a beer with his dad before he left, um, and, like getting advice and he tells you the advice his dad gave him which was pretty much like don't take yourself too hard or too seriously and like don't take things too hard like just do what you think like, is right kind yeah, of does thing. he does he have any siblings does his mom still alive does he get along with his dad yeah like, he gets I, along with both of his parents i don't, I don't know that he has, he has siblings. siblings no i think he's an only child but yeah he talks about his mom and dad a lot mm-hmm. um see because i don't remember him talking about his mom and dad a lot he does it comes up when it He's talking about like his backstory stuff. Mm-hmm. Anytime he talks about Canada, yeah. And yeah, I, think, I still, I still just don't think he's as flushed out as Ashley is. Yeah. Well, Ashley's backstory comes more into play. I feel like the way that she interacts and stuff is more out there. Yeah. It's more like in your face, whereas his character is so controlled and serious and sort of internal Mm -hmm. that it doesn't show as much range, I feel like. Yeah, he's kind of bland. (laughs) He's just so sweet. And he, (gasps) I don't know, and sweet and awkward, and I like it, but, you know, I mean, like, let's be straight, I would have preferred to romance Garrus in Mass Effect 1. Preach. So, like, of the given options, like, Caden jives with with my Shep. Mm -hmm. I also can say 
I enjoyed like the relaxation kind of that was running his romance. Mm -hmm. Like the, I'm trying to remember if my game experience actually even had the awkward conversation with Liara. I don't, I don't feel like it did. It didn't stand out to me as something. So it could just be my bad memory, which I do have. I um, did, if only because Ethan was egging me on and he was like, you're doing this for research. So I flirted with both of them. And then I got to that scene and I was like, no, I shouldn't have done this. I should not have done this. I feel why, really bad. Why do you listen to your husband? I don't know. <laughs> he has bad ideas sometimes when it Especially comes to Especially when gaming. it comes to choices in video games. He always plays it way really different does. than really I, does. I or you play it every yeah. time. Yeah. Um, man, I'm not going to get into that because we <laughs> can just keep going. But <laughs> the... End of the day, uh, to kind of get into the Ashley Caden choice, um, the way that Caden took choosing him in this scenario is way different um, when it comes to like guilt and survivorism. I feel like also I don't think we covered this in um, Ashley's, but during the actual decision, both of them are telling you to go pick up the other person. Yep. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, so Caden's telling you that Ashley is the right choice. They can handle themselves. And Ashley is saying, that's the commanding officer. You need to pick up Caden. Yeah. So if you make the decision, you have options because the person you didn't pick up is like, thank you for making that choice. And you're able to say, sorry. But Ashley does kind of guilt you after the fact, whereas Caden supports you through it. Yeah, he does. He he does ask it. He's like, was it was it was it because of me? Yeah. yeah, but he also like Ashley doesn't do this. Caden says like you shouldn't blame yourself. You had a really hard decision to make, and yeah. you made a choice. And Ashley's just mad that you yeah. made the choice that you made. Kind yeah. of like you can eventually talk her around a bit, but he is a commanding officer and has experience mm-hmm. being a person that is a leader, whereas Ashley kept getting blocked from that. Mm-hmm. So he is more likely to have had to make choices like that. But this is also the first time that somebody under his command has lost their life besides yeah, right. um, Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And he understands the choice that you make and he doesn't like guilt you about it. Yeah. Like you can say in terms of the romance, like I could never have left you there. And also, kind of in story terms in the game, he is the correct choice. He really to is. Go for honestly. Tactically, it makes way more sense. Yeah, and if you play a biotic, it might not be as important to keep him in the party because then you have more biotics to play in terms of game performance and strategy. That's always a big factor when it comes to these either or decisions. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, if you're playing purely for the story, you might ignore that. Um, I know sometimes I go through very large swaths of game mm-hmm. <laughs> without changing who's in my party, <laughs> just because you Same. get used to a dynamic when you have so many people. But um, for this one, I've never really had an issue choosing to save Caden <laughs> in terms of game. I literally only know what it's like to choose Ashley because of YouTube. the video that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, same. I've never saved Ashley, ever. No, and I slightly feel bad about it sometimes. Yeah. But I feel then a little I'm like... misogynistic now that I'm thinking about it in more depth. However, also... 
we've already gone into yeah. an entire thing about yeah. why we have problems. With well, and just again, even like in that situation on that planet, tactically, mm-hmm. it makes sense to save Caden. Like, yeah, yeah. thinking as he Commander Shepard, yeah. this is she the right She has choice. the bomb ready to go. Yeah. To go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to extract Caden's team. <laughs> and yeah, I agree. So it, it's definitely a tough decision. Like, it's never easy. Like, going through that scene is absolutely heart-wrenching. And, like, imagining yourself having to be in that situation, choosing between one group of people's lives mm-hmm. and another group of people's lives, like, it's hard. And it's it's, the first it's not an time, easy decision. And it's, yeah. The first time I played this game, I didn't fully realize that was my die. decision yeah. was going to kill somebody. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, if I just do everything, it'll be good. Yeah. Yay. If I just make I all the right choices, right. everybody will live. Nope. Yeah, it's going to be but good. But this is that hard line where they're like, no, there's no option. One of these people is dying and won't be in the future games. <laughs> and this, I mean, that's where, that's one of the things BioWare is so good at. Like, they do have that gray morality thing. Like, you can make all the right decisions and still shit can hit the fan and go terribly wrong. And right. And then you can be, die. And then you can be an absolute monster like Robert Wieland and let Garrus <laughs> die in two and you'll never live it down. Yeah. Ah, uh, Wheeland. <laughs> he's, uh, never, he's never going to live that down. I'm no, sure nope, we're going to have no. another couple of rants about it, specifically oh, yeah. Yeah. When, we pl- when we go through Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mass Effect 3 when we're like, and for some players, you might not even have Garrus here because yeah. you're a sociopath. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. Uh, Yes. Thank for life. <laughs> yep. Uh, I know, Tony. I know you're. Yeah. <laughs> I love no, it's it's fu- it's cool to be wrong. It's okay. Bring it. <laughs> we'll find it out. Being, soon. Being, soon. being wrong doesn't make you a bad person, man. That's just. We'll awesome. fight this out soon. It's a chance for growth. Anyways. <laughs> to get Don't back on Don't patronize me. um to get back on to Caden here (laughs) um so kind of going into the end game romance stuff the final thing I have I think we have left is the sex scene it is which there was not as much fun banter in this for Caden like at all I mean, you get the the big line about, I don't think you've ever worked under me before. Maybe we should fix that now. Oh, that's and true. He says, like, oh, is that an order, Commander Teehee? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Ashley just had better lines, yeah. though. <laughs> she did. Right. I, I think that was a more comfortable re- interaction than all of the other commanding officer jokes that were ever in Ashley's yeah. route. Yeah. But, um... She had, like, the fun, like, drop and give me 20 and, yeah. like, that kind of stuff. And she, like, even said Shepard had a great ass and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> well, but we Which, do know that Caden just takes these types of things far more seriously than... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is fair. So, to get into that, we've already kind of discussed the sex scene is just reversed with Shepard and Caden on bottom. Um, slow crawl up the body flip blue lighting yeah. <laughs> better it. music than dragon age better music than dragon age <laughs> um, yeah. but the the commanding officer line 
is fun. There's a, a couple of different ways that you can you can interact, you can react more sweetly, saying mm-hmm. no, it's a request and stuff, and yeah. tell him shut up and come over here. Yep. You know all the good stuff. Um, the end scene after <laughs> I hate it. I hate he, it when he when he's laying in bed with his shirt off and you're fully dressed, staring at him. Yes. And then you get the hail from Joker instantly. Like you do, you have like, he's starting to say something and then Joker's like, commander, please report to the bridge. And he's like, well, you're being called. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Well, you have two options and one of them is, ah, Caden, you're such a sweetheart. And then you walk away. What? That's not what you say to someone after you boink them. Mm, You were such a sweetheart. So Caden does say... You're not... Dude, I've said worse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's really all I I have said. This is someone you've been, like, like real hard flirting with for how many months? And then finally, finally, you do the thing. And then you're like, oh, you're such a sweetheart. He does um, does take relationships more seriously. I've I've left in the middle of the night because I couldn't find my hair tie from situations (laughs) like that. Like, don't underestimate the absolute amount of awkward that can come from me. I I don't know. So I can't recall what the other response is. If if you if you select the left response and I don't remember what it is. Because you imply like what about five more minutes and he's Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the five more minutes. That's pretty sure he just says something like I I think they need you on the bridge. Yeah, he does. (laughs) And like there was a caveat in stuff too about they can take this next step in the relationship as long as they're still like nothing changes and they're still full tilt for the Normandy crew. Right. Like and all of that stuff, which is so weird. Like he is so serious. Mm-hmm. Like all of his character choices are so serious. And I did actually, you know, play mass effect Two where he lived. So I know mm-hmm. this. Yeah. But when you see him in mass effect Two, then he's, Hey. <laughs> he's not he is you. he <laughs> is such a fucking cock in mass effect 2 I don't, and you can't romance him in mass effect 2 can you no because he's a fucking yeah, douche so fucker. we probably won't even get into it there so let's talk about You're it in now a fight. But we'll, let's talk we'll, about it now we'll mention it well we didn't yeah. talk about we we'll, we'll have okay. we'll have to talk about it with mass effect 2 because we didn't okay. talk about it with ashley yeah that's and we true. have to be fair that's true we have to try to be fair that's at true, least. That's true. But right, I just I'll wanted to mention that because he is so serious and I forget how your relationship was supposed to have been after this, but he's like mad at you. No, <laughs> because the story ends the next time you see him. Up and about for a couple of months and you didn't reach out to him. Kind Which, of, yeah. Of course, he yeah. was in black ops and you probably couldn't have reached out to him if you fucking wanted to. To be Which fair, fuck you. Fair. Damn it, to be Kaden. fair, to, to be, be fair, fair, you're Shepard. You could have found a way to I, do it. The entire oh, for no, 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 life. Jordan, Jordan, don't even <laughs> no, no, fuck that. You, she, fuck it. Shepard dies, is resurrected from no. the fucking dead, and I is agree. up for a few months. And you're, and he's all like, "You've been alive for a few months now. Why you no give me a call, bitch?" And you're like, "Bitch, that's no. true. That's some I, bullshit." No, I agree with you. But like, <laughs> you wait. have a lot to worry about instead of tracking down Caden. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. Sorry, if you wanted. 
that one booty call that we had wasn't worth me trying to worry about not saving the content. But if you wanted to, you could have dropped him an email. Like, I'm... Okay, so this is my opinion on it. I agree with Sarah. There's too much shit going on. Caden's ridiculous for being mad at you about it. I 100% agree. No, I agree with that too. But you could have dropped him an email. You really... really? His saying that you didn't reach out is true because you could have done something, but you had bigger things to fucking worry about. Yeah. But we do know that he's he's very emotional and... He probably just like he probably just found out that you're alive. Yeah, <laughs> you, so that's so. gotta hit him real hard. Although, if it was me, I'd be like, "Oh my god, you're alive! I'm really excited and happy." And then I might think about it and be like, "How long?" So have you, you gotta remember that he had to think about it on his way to you. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> so. That's true. But I do think it is bullshit for him to lose his temper because yeah. you did just fucking die. And but it, and it is also and vaguely implied that, that he's in another but, relationship. He, no, yeah, he has no fucking really? say in this it's bullshit. It's very implied, and then oh, she, it's like, heavily implied. Like, and <laughs> then he's all like, "Hey, one of the scientists, no, mm, it, no, girl, no, like, mm, this is I." Mm. Oh, he pisses me the hell off in Mass Effect Three, so we'll get there. Oh yeah, I, no, Mass. Yeah. Oh, ooh, girl, girl, yeah. yeah. Girl. I oh, feel yeah. like I'm on. I'm the only person on the root a little bit for Caden Alenko's side. I, I no, was until him. Mass Effect 3. I really was. I oh, was like, no, no I understand I'll... his anger. Like, I, I get it. Like, I no, do understand why he would be, like, why didn't you reach out? I'm the love of so, your life. I, as a person. Just fucking, if it was Brad, if it was Brad and he thought you were dead for two years and then you were definitely up and moving for six months and you hadn't even dropped him an email, would he be pissed? Me fair, Sarah and Brad are married. Yeah, Sarah and and Brad have been together for like 19 years. Okay, So, (laughs) it's different. (laughs) here is my take on it sometimes when i'm worried or scared i get angry my my response is to feel anger that i am upset (laughs) so i kind of see where kaden is angry and where that's coming from but also i don't take it out on the other person unless i do actually think it's their fault right and something like that has happened or I have that initial burst and then I kind of relax <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe that was more. If you scare me when I'm driving, my reaction is anger. It's very, <laughs> it's one of those things where that adrenaline response turns mm-hmm. into being mad that I'm upset. And I can see where he's coming from because he obviously likes you a lot to have broken sort of his code, his like, interaction code and like going against sort of the protocol for commanders and stuff like that. And he's saying that we'll do this as long as nothing changes, but he takes everything so seriously that, you know, he's fucking taking it seriously. So I can see his feelings being hurt. However, I do agree that if you say something, you have to accept that that's the expectation and have that. And it, it's a very weird transition of their relationship. Yeah. And I'm not sure why the developers did it. I don't, I don't know, man. Especially, Drama? 
Well, especially, it's so odd that you cannot romance him in two. Yeah. And then in three. But he gets to be a fucking bitch in two. Yeah. But but then in three, (laughs) if you romanced anyone else, he is fucking livid and accuses you of cheating on him. And you were like, you're like. That's true. You wouldn't that fucking talk to me. Fully implied in two that he was in another relationship. Mind you, he thought you were dead. But Quick spoiler question: Are you able to romance anybody that you romanced in Mass Effect One and Mass Effect Two? I don't think so. No, no. Because Liara, Liara is not like you can flirt with her, but you can't. Yeah, and Ashley isn't she available either. And Ashley, I mean, if if yeah. Caden is available, Ashley's dead. If Ashley's available, Caden's dead, and Ashley goes through, I assume. Actually, I have no fucking idea what Ashley's like in Mass Effect. Yeah, exactly. We have no way to talk about it. So we should probably curb this convo just because... But you can't romance um, Liara, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I remember because she turned into... Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not going to, we're going to go over her episode. We'll leave mm-hmm. the stuff there. But I, I do see where Sarah is coming from. I just probably, like... I lean towards characters that are chill and kind of goody two shoes kind of type of stuff. So I come from it from that angle and I also give allowances to people. So I'm like, Oh, let's try to see it from their perspective. I will say it hurt my soul (laughs) the minute he was that pissed. Like, absolutely. I remember my shepherd just being like, this hurts my heart. You texted me. I remember. I did. I did do that. I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was like, Jordan, what the fuck? Caden's mad at me and I don't like it. Even if and I don't I want to like, romance him right now, I'm pissed. I think I shrug emojied back at her. Because <laughs> I, I, when she was playing, because she started playing in anticipation of this podcast, I was like, romance Caden in the first one. Romance him. Romance him. And then she gets into the second one without knowing. And I'm pretty sure like, oh, fuck you, Jordan K. Fishburn. Yeah. Which is because then I was like, it's fine. You could just romance Garrus. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and I didn't. I, yeah. I'm pretty positive I may have gone on a freaking rampage of, what the fuck? This is fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Because you already had sort of that thing where Caden's reaction to the Liara thing already pissed you off. You know? yeah. 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 I'm like, who Which is, is this? Who's this motherfucker think he can come in here and be like, I'm the only one you can do stuff with? It's like, no, 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 no. This is not how this works, buddy. I don't know about your biotic little brain there, but this is not how this works. <laughs> oh. With Jordan on this one, I think he's setting yeah. boundaries and the boundary for yeah. him is like. I think like, we read it differently because yeah. I mean, the way that it said, it can be ambiguous and you can read things into it. Yeah. When I watched that I was more thinking along the lines of him saying if you're going to be with her you can't be with me too Mm -hmm. which I see as setting boundaries about what they're comfortable with and I encourage you know it you have to set boundaries but it also can come off as like controlling yeah yeah and sort of taking that step and with Sarah reading it that way that does make Mass Effect 2 even more infuriating yeah (laughs) so i totally see sarah's perspective on this i just read it completely differently when i play the game (laughs) i just i am i'm freaking over it like (laughs) by the time mass effect is the whole game is dumb i was just over it completely because it's like no no he's just 
taking his emotional needs and putting it before mine and I am not okay with that and I will not deal with it. Oh, and, and we can talk about when we get to Mass Effect 3 because I was fucking livid to the mm. point where I rage quit, went back and did the little comic book thing, the visual novel thing, mm-hmm. so that it murdered four characters that I had kept alive <laughs> <laughs> so that I could romance someone not Kate and Elenko. Like, <laughs> so I, okay, so I, I know you guys are jumping forward to three, but yeah. I'm actually really excited for the Liara episode that we'll be doing yes. because yes, I think it will be good. She's so chill yeah. in that scenario that I want to like get to that just so I can praise her. So yeah. I'm going to do it a little bit right now. She like is just like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I, I guess you're not okay with that because she's like so open minded. Her right. species is like so she's open minded about that kind of stuff. Yeah. In she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I misread your human cues. I'm still not very familiar with it. Like, yes, thank you. Yeah. I is- find it interesting that hundreds Beautiful. of years in the future, we still hold sex as so taboo like (laughs) yeah it is intimate so I can kind of see it also I feel like even if this is in the future modern people wrote it which is why there are the problems that we point out (laughs) into it even Mm -hmm. like from then to today it's a big difference you know in between what would be acceptable like if they released Mass Effect right now people would be like what the the fuck (laughs) yeah right (laughs) Whereas when it came out, people were like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Look at this game. It's so cinematic. Look at this slow motion Normandy like coming in here. Let's do weird romance things that we can do now. Oh, my God. A sex scene. Exactly. (laughs) Right. You can fuck aliens? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, Uh... like... People were still so on that. I'm sure there was criticism at the time because there's always criticism. Oh, yeah. You can't escape it. But um, in particular, like, this would have went over way different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I don't know that it, in today's mindset that it would have been written the same way, right? Like, Right. Yeah. So, I'm sure I mean, there might have been a, heaven forbid, female writer on the crew. Ooh. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> one it, like at least one wonder like, if they'll ever like crazy. remake it and just like rewrite no they won't oh, they're trying just... to remaster it yeah remaster yeah remastering not the same out. thing though also, i just here's a thing i noticed why are the graphics so much better in mass effect than they are in dragon age mass effect came out two years previous um the simple reason is if you look at the armor in mass effect it's all bodysuits bodysuits okay. and in dragon age it's much more highly textured yeah. yeah okay okay that makes sense yeah and so yeah. a lot of it is like there's not as much texturing just overall because you're yeah. in space and you're in metal like a can a can in space yeah <laughs> that's true that's true so there is like certain things like and especially for this series it was one of their first like in this type yeah. of way it had to be a so, flagship yeah exactly exactly how i guess that really we've kind well, of wrapped up talking about caden yeah so i would what is your guys's um fave moments mm. and or favorite thing about the character or plot as pertaining to caden i I already mentioned this scene, but I think the scene after the coup, when when you overthrow Dina and escape, and mm-hmm. you're like 
he approaches Shepard while she's like going through the weapons and shit and she winds up like sitting on the ground and just being like fuck what have we done and he kind of like talks you through stuff and then supports you through it and then there's the mm-hmm. almost kiss before Joker interrupts you um, mm-hmm. just that whole bit because he is very like no like shit's terrible I don't know what's gonna happen when this all happens when it all goes down but we're in it together right and you're like can you not just say that everything's gonna be fine he's like oh yeah yeah sure everything's gonna be fine <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, but, you know, we've already fucked everything up this far. So uh, chain of command doesn't matter anymore, right? We should explore this thing. And you're like, yeah, yeah, we should. And then Joker interrupts and you're like, were you fucking listening to that? <laughs> yeah, that's that was my response too. Like, yeah. are, were you listening to that? And he's like, no, no, I just knew you were on the ship. And you're like, mm, lies. Yep. You're I, a nosy bitch, Joker. If I was in Joker's position, I would be listening to people all the time. Oh, which God. Is awful. I'd be terrible. I, I never put I myself would. I never put myself in a position of power where I can listen into stuff because even if I don't want to, my brain automatically starts paying attention to shit. And I don't know if I'd have the willpower to turn it off because I'd be like, but what happens next? Oh my fucking God, what happens next? So I just don't put myself into a position (laughs) where (laughs) I can have that sort of overall thing. If it's just listening, that's it. If I'm watching something, I cringe too hard. I'm too much of a paladin. I totally would not have a problem not listening in. (laughs) Rogue. You know, like... I think I think my favorite moment with Caden is actually um, you're gonna laugh at me when I say this. The times when he's you want to talk to him about something, he's like, "Well, plenty of time to talk about that later." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but I want to talk to you, <laughs> and it's just like we don't have time for that. Maybe later. And I'm like, oh, but it's such a, it's such a it's such a great reminder that dude you're playing the game why you want to talk to me <laughs> right I since you bring that up like one of the nice things about having the commander like Shepard being voiced in this game yes is whenever you exit a conversation even like you could have been having like a super serious like conversation and then your character just goes well i'll talk to you later yeah. <laughs> you could be talking about sex and then you'll be like we'll talk about this later he's like yeah see you yeah. later shepherd yeah later, well, shepherd. It's, it's like well we'll uh, connect on this another time and it usually doesn't sound flirty though no. unless it's like pre-built in it just sounds like you just got done with a briefing yep. like you were just, like you could be talking about somebody's mother just dying and you're like oh i'm really sorry that happened We'll talk about this later. Thank you. And then it's, we'll talk about this later. (laughs) (laughs) The tone shift is so funny. It's so funny every single time. I love it. Um, I'd have to say just character wise, because I do like Caden. I connect with his struggle with his emotions in like that about him a lot. It causes him to make mistakes and do shit. But usually he apologizes for it or you learn more about it Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And that was something I really liked about him and how that traveled from his background and his abilities and all of that stuff. That was one of the reasons why I liked Caden. Yeah. Is it time for the fuck rating? It is. Insert fuck haiku here. Fuck, 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 fuck. 
Um, I've got mine all planned out. I know exactly what I'm going to say, so I'll start if that's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Cadence romance for me is like taking a really long hike and you get to the end of it, or not like the halfway point, and you're sitting on the top of the mountain and you crack open that beer that you've been waiting for all day. And you just sit there and stare at the vista together, and it's beautiful. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, I'll go next. I like how you hearkened back to his yep. family's beachfront yep. property. Um, I I went uh, for Caden a three out of five. Um, he has a whole character, but I do agree with Sarah that it doesn't shine in this game. It, it doesn't like he's sweet and everything, but like, the backstory that he provides you doesn't play a role in the plot as much as I would like for that to be relevant and like kept in the story. Like they often do in Dragon Age. Like normally it's just part of the game. Um, you just talk and like learn about this kind of stuff from talking to him and that's it. Um, quality of flirting interactions. I do like it. It is sweet. He's cute. He is awkward and doesn't make the fact that you're his CEO awkward, which is the <laughs> number one thing. I can't cringe through talking to you or it's just not worth it. Yep. Um, the get together is cute. I do like that as well. The pre-ending cut scene with uh, the decision between him and Ashley, um, so not actual pre-ending, but in terms of their romance, I do like it. I think they, they did the options here very well for both of them. Um, that was the only, it was a big decision in the game. So they obviously took some care with it. The ending of the romance plot leaves a lot to be desired <laughs> because they don't do anything with it. You they die. don't even, they <laughs> don't <Fine> even, <laughs> they don't even like end the scene that they have sex in a way oh, that. You're such a sweetheart. Fuck it's, off. <laughs> like that could that could be realistic all the live long day but if i wanted realism i would join space force and try to go into space in my space sci-fi i just want romance and this, this is not it that so this is gonna be a three out of five for jordan <laughs> So on a scale from one night stand to serious relationship, I'm giving this a, oh, we just fucked up our friendship, didn't we? Oh. <laughs> oh that's harsh. That's harsh. <laughs> that's so harsh. But for Sarah's reading of yeah. this entire yeah. arc, that is I'll legit. You that. that is legit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. A plus Sarah. A fucking plus. <laughs> I rate Sarah's rating as an A plus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm going to oh. take a sip of my hardly one beer. <laughs> <laughs> and while Tawny does that, I'm going to start us off here. Thank you so much for coming and listening to Romancing the Game and our episode about Kate and Alenko. Um, Please uh, like, subscribe, review, uh, send this to your friends, sing it from the rooftops, 
because it's impossible to be right next to your friends right now. So maybe don't <laughs> tell it to them in person. But tell people about us. Um, if you liked us, hit us up with a review. If you have any questions or ideas or all of that fun stuff, our email is at romancingthegame at gmail.com. Or Freddie tweet Prince us. Jr., come on our show. We'll make it a good time. We like you a lot. And yeah, we think you're great. But only if you promise and- to call us Kadan. Please. <laughs> and Sparge, Mr. Sparge. Yeah. We yeah. like you too, man. You do yeah, yeah, you're work. good. Yeah. Hell, we'll uh, probably do an episode on Cartho Nassi at some point. So Oh yeah, hell yeah. We have space so, for you. We Oop. would love it. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh also we are part of other projects. Um all three of us are part of Theater of the Mind Players, TMP for short. Um Currently, we're doing a playthrough of Things from the Flood Season 2 after our initial uh, Tales from the Loop game. So we're 90s kids in our teens, sort of living life and making mistakes and making poor choices. So many mistakes so. and poor choices. Oh, yeah. You gotta know it's fun. <laughs> we're um, an actual play RPG podcast slash YouTube slash Twitch. So hit us up. We're available on a lot of platforms. What mm-hmm. else can they watch, guys? Um, I, Tawny P. Thompson, have another podcast called The Not-So-Bigfoot Thing, where you can follow my husband and I on a seven-day, six-night backpacking trip along the Superior Hiking Trail, and I like to talk about a lot of things about what it's like being a small lady backpacking. Yeah. Yay. And then I am a part of two other podcasts, uh, Plot Points, which takes role-playing games and discusses them as literature and also a radio uh, drama style actual play called Encounter Party. So feel free to look those up, take a listen, let us know what you think. Yeah. And hire us to do your voiceover work because Sarah and I both also do that with better microphones than these. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Like we got some good stuff. This is quarantine. We can't be in this. When you record during the Rona. (laughs) Right. But we figured we got to get this out before we forget that we need to do it. So, you know, it's all good. Thank goodness we didn't wait because now we're seven episodes in and we would be zero episodes. Right. right. And we've been talking about this for nearly two years. So So check us out on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks, on all of that um, social media shots and all that stuff consent is sexy consent is fucking hot dude keep in mind your uh your power structures in your (laughs) pursued relationships and don't be Mm -hmm. creepy yep (laughs) and always we love you guys and we'll see you next time thanks i'm jordan fishburn i'm tawny p thompson and i'm sarah babe this is romancing the game bye <laughs> yes. Program to love you. That's what that is. Oh. <laughs>